Hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, David, it's going fantastic, man. I'm just sitting in my house safe and secure from coronavirus and looters and government, I guess. So uh, what do I got to complain? Government. Wow. No, that's true. No, they're, they're in my house taking half my stuff right now as we speak. And uh, yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. On Monday, I have to pay or I, I get my notice of assessment for my income taxes. So uh, oh, I dear. bend over, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so you, I'm not sure how this conversation will go. So we'll see because you were saying, you know, it's important to keep talking about this George Floyd incident. Um, yeah, because that's what people are thinking about. That's, you know, how so you it's on everyone's it. mind, David, right? That's what's that what one, that's people what's out there want to hear us talking about this stuff, but you're not interested in this. Right. Why aren't you interested? And so I'm not particularly interested because to me, it's like a pretty simple context, right? We talked <laughs> about it for 30 minutes last right. time and nothing has changed, even though there's all of these riots and these other things. Right. And so, you know, it's really interesting to me that, I find it so uninteresting and the fact that I find it not interesting in many people's camps labels me a racist, right? Because that's the whole point is I have to care passionately about this thing. And I do think there's something to be said that I'm Canadian and not American. And I think, you know, Americans, it's much more kind of hits close to home. I think, um, although my Facebook feed has just had messages reminding me that Canadians are also, if not more racist than Americans. Um, but so I did, I said we should talk at a sort of half meta level about the need to contextualize this and understand it. And people, you said there's so many things going through people's minds and it's hard for them to understand it. Right. Um, you know, if, uh, if George Floyd had committed a crime in the past, does that matter? If he had drugs in his system, does that matter? If he had underlying conditions, does that matter? And I think for me, I understand people's need to help that they want help understanding and contextualizing all of this but the reason is because they don't think in principles right because these are all in their minds standalone questions right whereas if the principle is cops shouldn't kill people right pretty basic this situation should have never happened um that's you know an important thing that kind of none of the stuff matters but they think well no but the government should have a certain role they should enforce certain things and and those sorts of issues. But for me, it's really like, I've thought about it. I understand the fundamentals at play. It's not that complex a situation. To me, what's interesting is why is it different, right? This is not a new problem in the US. This is not, uh, you know, we've seen many, unfortunately, we've seen many black people killed by cops on camera, yet somehow this is supposed to be different. And it's interesting to think about that, in my opinion. Um, And I don't think it's different. It'll be interesting to see if there is momentum and actual change. I hope there is. And in my view, we talked about most, if not all, of the underlying reasons there needs to be change in our other episodes. So I do encourage people to listen to that if they've not already. Um, But yeah, this idea that somehow this is the straw that breaks the camel's back, I don't believe it because from like, you know, let's call it from a third party view up in Canada. This has happened so much in the States. Uh, Why is this different? The only thing that comes to mind is that people are locked down and have less to do. And that's like very much uh, uh, a sad, you know, fact, if that's the reason. Um, 
But I mean, right. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that and, and going more into why you want to keep helping people provide, get context and understand this. Because to me, it's not a difficult thing to understand. There's like a few key principles at play, and this is just kind of a, a lightning rod. Um, yeah, well, okay. It seems like we've, we've shifted topics because the original topic was, why are you so disinterested in talking about this? But now all of a sudden you seem interested in talking about this aspect of it. So what's going no, no. on here, so David? I'm, I'm, I am disinterested, but this is the interest. This is the topic that would be interesting, right? But okay. if you want to talk specific, like I covered, the reason I'm disinterested is because it's not a complex topic to understand. It's a, right. like there's riots, right? And, and so it's bad. Um, but it's not complex, right? So it's like, uh, if China cracks down on its citizenship, it's bad, but it's not difficult to understand why, because that's what China okay, does. But if, right? but if it's so simple, why aren't, uh, why are there, uh, you know, people arguing about this on Facebook? Because people, I mean, most things people have no idea how to understand, right? right. People are, people care about their tribes more than understanding things, but I don't care to help them understand it. That's not my <laughs> job, right? I mean, that can, be I, okay. what, that can be what you care about. And, and I think that's an important role for some people to play, but I, right. I am more interested in helping people understand principles that apply. And I think we've done that in this case already. That's my point is, we gotcha. covered most of the fundamental principles in our yeah, but, episode. But I mean, the, the reason people, maybe people are slow learners, David, and maybe we just need to keep harping on this, you know, uh, to, to bring in the principles that apply to this case or something like that. I mean, what, what else is our job here? It's not to uh, intellectually masturbate on what's interesting to us. It's to provide value to our listeners, son. No, but right. So, but it's a, what kind of value can we provide to our listeners? And I honestly think that... Um, the more important value is to talk about things and help them to learn to think in principle generally, right? It's not yeah. like we're going to do it. Uh, I mean, you could care more about doing a 20 part episode, 20 episode series on a specific complex issue and really help them to like draw themselves into the fundamental principles at play. Right. But again, that's not going to be, ha that's not going to be possible by taking the approach the news takes uh, of just talking about what everyone happens to be talking about, right? Because sure. like within a month or two, odds are we'll be distracted by this, right? And so uh, what yeah. I brought up before we started recording is one of the uh, Ayn Rand Institute philosophers says that in 2015, there's after Eric Gardner and some other people were killed by the police and caught on camera, there did seem to be some actual uh, cogs turning in government and people protesting properly to try and get change made but then there were riots and then people got distracted again and then you know probably trump happened yeah. and then you get distracted again so to actually be able to take a systematic approach to understand and help people understand the deep principles around a specific issue they have to be able to focus on that issue longer often than the media does um, yeah. so again we're not chasing media we could say okay, okay what are the three or four major things we want to help people understand and help them understand that. Um, but I mean, again, the fact that the police are corrupt in the U.S., yeah, okay, that doesn't seem like a complex thing to me. 
Um, Fair enough. Okay. But you brought up one aspect of this, this uh, thing that, that uh, we can talk about, which is uh, why, why the change now? Why, you know, we've, we've seen all these black people getting killed by the police in the past. Mm-hmm. Those all seem like they could have uh, sparked riots. And in some cases they, they kind of did like the whole hands up, don't shoot thing in Ferguson. Um, that there was a yeah. bunch of uh, and marching and protesting back then. I can't breathe there Garner. Uh, but it was really the the Ferguson thing that that got things. So it could just and, and you know we've kind of seen a bit of an escalation over the years from Trayvon Martin to uh, you know I can't breathe with Eric Garner to to Ferguson. I can't remember the kid's name that was killed there to now uh, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know. I kind of have seen an escalation, but certainly the lockdown. Uh, you know. People are must be going stir crazy. I, I have to believe that some of this has to do with, with the lockdown. Um, well, yeah. It, but but also a lot of it has to do, I think, with uh, just the the media ramping up this racial divisive, r- racially divisive narrative. Um, I mean, they've been doing it for a long time, but they've really ramped it up over the past three years since Trump got elected, right? Orange man, bad and racist. I mean, he's been pegged as a racist and he's fostering white supremacy and he's creating. And and so they've created this division. The media has, has created this racist boogeyman that everyone's looking to fight. And if you don't uh, follow lockstep, the progressive narrative, their mindset, you are a racist and mm-hmm. racists shall not be tolerated. And so they, you know, from the left's point of view, they are fighting this for civil rights. I mean, this is back, we're back in the sixties now and mm-hmm. there's all this Jim Crow and racial oppression um, and, and racists wanting to ruling, ruling America and, and this lockdown and this, this um, George Floyd death are, you know, sparking this. And I mean, just, you know, a a couple months before we had Ahmed Arbery, uh, which sparked some things. So I think, and the media just harped and harped on that and racism, all this stuff. Right. So I think that's what, what's going on. I think people are, um, that they want to change. And I I see it in people. Uh, you know, I, I, I know someone very close to me who was basically in tears about, uh, saying she had white guilt, um, right. because of all the things that are were done to you see all the first nations people, people like, uh, in the world healing. because our ancestors and i explained well, i said well my ancestors came from the soviet union they escaped oppression they were branded kulaks you know they were branded you know they they were put in a separate category and their land and their property was stripped from them based on this category and they, they barely yeah, escaped my, with their lives and the rest of the family too. got put in concentration camps and died. Yeah. Right. So Same how, how are, how are my, how are my ancestors responsible for anything that injustices that happened to uh, first nations people uh, in, in this country? They, 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 they didn't do anything to them. Right. So, and, yeah. and even if they did, how, how does that reflect on me? Like, Right. You know, it's, it's all it's all super bizarre and and dumb, frankly. And it's it's that's the issue. And and you know, I think that's also why they tend to not be able to get any actual change done because yeah. if they were really singularly and solely focused on police reform, there would be more headway. But they're not focused on police reform. They're focused on 
societal overhaul because society as such is racist and all of these yeah. things and all of these issues. And now if you don't think that their entire platform is valid, you're also racist. And you saw yeah. like, oh, there were women cleaning up graffiti who were deemed racist for cleaning graffiti uh, because the graffiti right. was pro-Black lives. And people posting on my Facebook that if I don't agree, then I should unfriend them and things like that. And so it, they, they, they can't actually understand what's going on because they've been so, like, their, their mind has been so warped into this tribal mentality. And so it's, no, this is just, I, I honestly think they give, they diminish the horrificness of the death of, of George Floyd by conflating it so easily with everything else and saying this yeah. is all just one big issue. It's the same way if you call everyone a Nazi. It, it makes the term meaningless, right? And so I actually think, I, I think people like you and I actually care more about George Floyd's death than these Black Lives Matter people who, not all of them, but by the movement at large that seems to conflate it with so much bullshit that isn't even real. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, you know, libertarians have been fighting for police reforms for, for decades now that would uh, go a long way to preventing these deaths, not only George Floyd, but just uh, months before that, Duncan Lemp was, was killed in a no-knock raid in his home for uh, no reason while he was sleeping. Uh, I mean, you know, he was a white dude, by the way. I mean, this this is you know, this is horrible. And, and so, you know, some of the things that we can do to reform the system are end qualified immunity, uh, which put police in a separate category that, that protects them uh, from prosecution and liability. We need to have them be personally liable for their actions and, and maybe take out uh, liability insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to, to break up police unions by getting rid of legislation that gives them a monopoly on, um, you know, again, we, we talked about in a previous episode about how it's now becoming illegal essentially for Twitter and Facebook to fire you, right, to get you off of their platform. Well, mm. th the same type of legislation can be applied, has always been applied to organizations and corporations that says you can't fire union employees um, and replace them with non-union members, right? And so, police unions are allowing the bad apples to, um, to flourish. So mm -hmm. there's all sorts of reforms and specific that, that we have talked about for years as libertarians that would have, uh, would go a long way to preventing a lot of these, uh, needless deaths, uh, that are going on right now. And I think, you know, I was getting quite heated in my previous stream of content because it's so frustrating to me that, again, people don't get it at all. These people protesting, these people who are posting all of this BS on Facebook, uh, they don't understand that that is the proper approach. That is the principled approach. And that if they actually focused on those reforms to actually accomplish the goal they claim to have, it would work. It would work because the politicians would pay attention to them. But when you're yeah. saying, when you're standing there making a thousand demands, half of which don't make sense, half of which are contradictory, nothing's going to get accomplished. And so it's so frustrating to see this. And then on top of it, they're rioting and they're rioting and yeah. somehow claiming that that makes it worthwhile, that that is somehow giving justice to George Floyd, that destroying random businesses is somehow advancing their cause. 
it's so absurd. One video I saw as well was these two like thin, you know, Antifa white, white people spraying graffiti and this black lady going up to them with her camera being like, why are you doing this? This is good. Like, this isn't helpful. This is going to be blamed on black people. This isn't advancing mm-hmm. the cause. And so it's interesting to, it would be interesting to know how many people have that proper perspective as well. Right. But the, yeah, the, well, I, I, th- I think the large majority, uh, most of the people out protesting are probably <clears throat> just, you know, wanting to support, the cause or whatever. Right. And they're just out there exercising free speech or whatever. And then you've got these thugs that are taking opportunistic, uh, op- you, you've got Antifa and some factions of, you know, a BLM, but I, I think you're also going to see a split come between Antifa and black lives matter, because I think by and large black lives matter, uh, folks don't want any of this violence. They, they don't want any of the looting. They don't want this agitation that's occurring while Antifa just wants to tear everything down and, you know, they're, they're giving BLM a bad name. So I think you're going to see division there, but largely what's happening is this is, is being used as a political opportunity by both sides to entrench tribalism, right? Right, Uh, On the one hand, you're either in favor of law and order and back president Trump and his strong arm tactics to bring in the military and everything else and clear out peaceful protesters. Mm -hmm. So we can get a photo op uh, or you're on the side of, the looters and the the destroyers of civilization, or from the left's perspective, you're either a racist and support <laughs> law and order, or you're an ally and you support the protests and tolerate the looting or whatever, even though it's unfortunate. Right. But you and I have a completely different perspective. Right. We're like we're free thinkers and we we're looking at the principles here and we're saying yes, uh, cop violence is a problem. There are specific reforms we can we can do about that. And, um, looting and rioting is, is evil as well. Um, and we we can come out against that. We don't have to line up in these tribes. Um, you know, and and, and we don't, yeah. That brings me back to why I can't be bothered to talk about it much. Right. Cause it's like, I either, it's hard to actually stay principled for more than 30 minutes because there's not that many principles at play. Right. And so then I get excited and heated and, and the same kind of thing because it's just frustrating at some point. Right. And it's like, yeah. I know as well that the things I'm saying, I will be labeled racist and I'll lose Facebook friends and things like that. And so it's not even worth it to try and explain to them why they're wrong and why I'm not racist and I'll actually help advance their e- equality goals better because I'm an individualist and every individual has the same rights. And when there seems to be a group, of like a subgroup that isn't having those rights for some reason. Yes, we want to fix that, but we want to always bring it back to the individual, but they don't understand that. And so I'm just deemed racist and bigoted and things. And so it's just, it's so silly. And, and I mean, there's more important things to talk about in my view than harping to people who the ones who want to understand will be able to understand. And the ones who don't again, you'd have to really get them to somehow open their eyes with a long part series. And I don't see value in the, the talking heads trying to give a bit of context because our principled approach is quite far removed from their epistemology and, you know, doing talking about it one more time, isn't going to help them. I I don't think, right. It, It takes, I don't know what the bigger shift is, what causes someone to open up their mind and open up their eyes, but 
I don't think it's like, you know, one extra conversation uh, from us on, on the same topic, let's say. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I get frustrated talking about going over the same thing again and again, too. You know, one thing I found uh, uh, being libertarian leader is that you constantly have to to repeat things uh, for Mm -hmm. people to A, understand them and B, know that you've said them, right? So just because I said it once last week and once the week before and, and multiple times the week before doesn't mean that the person that's listening now heard my commentary on it. And, um, you know, it's frustrating because I feel like I've been over this and, you know, again and again, but, um, uh, you know, it, it's, it, I think it's just the nature of, of the business we're in now. Um, the business you're you know. in. Well, okay. Fair enough. Let's be in the same <laughs> business together. Well, I'm trying to get you to my business. Okay. We're, we're in a nice hybrid position, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Like I said, I do, want to moving forward with season four, which will launch soon. So stay tuned, everyone. Um, Do more of the kind of commentary on stuff, but I want to try and do it commentary, bringing it down to the principles. And so I felt like we did a quite good job of that with the uh, George Floyd issue and like not much has changed. It's just still in the news cycle. Right. And so it'll be interesting to see how that balances out. Um, generally speaking, but also, right, just, but here's, but here's the thing the news cycle because of the pandemic, right? Yeah, pandemic for sure. But riots, that's it. Yeah. But also, you know, there, there are, we can always bring it back to principle. So on the George Floyd case, you know, people are arguing about whether um, this was murder or whether it was uh, the, that he just happened to die in police custody from underlying medical conditions or something like that. No, but that's, and that's and, just, stupid in my view right like that's not a principle you have to figure out it doesn't matter. no but it's a it's a principle that need there's principles at work here that that i think it's helpful to explain to people uh right to to help them think clearly about this right and i agree but i think i'm saying there should never be a cop standing on a guy's kneeling on a guy's neck for nine minutes it doesn't matter if the guy dies from underlying conditions or because he was suffocated Right. The principle we already talked about, this should never happen. A cop shouldn't do this. And why should a cop even be in this position? Right. So these things that distract people, they easily distract people because they can't think of the principle. If they hold the principle, they know, oh, well, this is irrelevant. Whether or not he had drugs in his system is irrelevant. Whether or not he committed a crime before is irrelevant. Right. Because and so that's the issue is, yes, I agree. It's it's nice to help people understand why those things are irrelevant sometimes. But uh, there's too many of those things all of the time because everyone's minds are all over the place, right? Yeah. Is, is no, my that's view, fair. at least. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. You all right. Well, to on people that bright basic note, stuff. Uh, hopefully, uh, well, if you now think Tim and I or me particularly are racist, uh, I disagree. But that is your right to be incorrect. Uh, we can't stop you. Thanks for listening. Uh, let us know if you have any questions, comments, love mail or hate mail, as Alex Epstein says in his podcast, which I recommend. And be sure to stay tuned for upcoming season four and for our Patreon. Peace. Thanks, Tim.